Where's my mouse? Where's my hacking mouse? Full Circle is brought to you by KH Industries, Connecticut's leading neighborhood landscaper. Check them out on Facebook for a quote today. Welcome to Full Circle with Nick and Fred, your favorite podcast for pop culture, sports, internet stories, and more. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Fred. Didn't know I was starting, Nick. That's Didn't why I was humming. Like, no one cares if you hum, dude. No one cares. I don't know. It ruins your intro, dude. Guys, you know, you know what the people are really thinking, Nick? You want to know what the people are really thinking? They're like, man, what? why is this guy, this awesome human being named Fred, why is he still friends with this scrubby Nick kid? Like, what does what this Nick kid have to offer? Guys, you don't know Nick like I do. He's not your lover like he's mine, okay? This kid... That's it. No, that's all. That there is no. You're right. I don't. I don't know, guys. It's season two, episode thirty-eight, I believe, a full circle with Nick and Fred. I'm your host, Fred. I'm your co-host, Nick. And guys, we got another loaded. We don't have unloaded shows for you. Like this, it's always loaded, Nick. Right? It's actually double loaded this show it's because double because loaded. we have a surprise guest coming on that at the moment Fred doesn't even know who it is. Guys, I have no idea what he's doing, and it's like deeply, like in the pit of my like intestine. It hurts my soul because I can't prep. So everything you're gonna hear is gonna be authentic. I'm scared, genuinely, because guys, Nick likes weird things. I don't know if you caught this, but like throughout the history of Full Circle, guys, Nick's fun facts always run around like poop, toilet paper. This kid's a freak, dude. Kids, kids a nerd. So I don't know what he's bringing on, but I'm nervous. I mean, I I'm will nervous. say this: it's someone that's never been on the show before. But Fred has mentioned them every once in a while on shows. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. I don't know what to do with this, but I'm hype. I'm hype. So I I don't even know. I don't even know. But we're going to get into that a little bit later, guys. Uh, We got some good stories for you early on, so we're just going to jump right up into it. Uh, One of our biggest stories here in Full Circle this week, guys, Nick Sawa got to play soccer again. Tell me more, Nick Sawa. Tell me what's up. Yeah, I just just finally got to play soccer for the first time in over a year. And I just want to say I'm old as shit now. That's uh, riveting, my, Nick. my arms were so sore for literally only until like a couple hours ago where my arms stopped being sore from playing goalie. It's ridiculous. So your arms were sore from playing goalie? No, no yeah. other extracurricular activities? <laughs> no, no, literally. That's what it's from, from playing goalie. <laughs> that's how many shots I had to stop. Dude, I don't know. I'm just happy I got to play, but oh my Lord, did that, did it just remind me like I'm getting old. I need to start stretching every day. I can't just be like all of a sudden playing soccer one day. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, it's funny you say that. So one of my boys, you know, Zach, my boy Zach down here, um, he gave me one of his longboard decks, like one of these like really legitimate longboard decks. So I took the trucks and the wheels off the crap board that I had and put it on the, like, it was a good foundation. And I just switched boards essentially. And uh, we were, we've been wheeling around my parents' neighborhood for the last couple of days. And dude, I f- swear to God, my ankles are broken. Like I'm broken ankles. Didn't even play ball. Like it just, yeah, man, the, the age is catching up. We're turning 28 this year. It hurts. But yeah, bro, I mean, I'm 100% with you. But Nick, you've been playing goalie for quite some time, like pickup soccer and stuff. Was this a competitive league? Like, what are you just out in the field getting rowdy? Like, what's up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, our friend, uh, he plays in a, he plays in a league and he I'm the backup goalie on the team. Uh, and so whenever their goalie can't make it, they call me and uh, I finally got the call first time is, in like a year. Is this our Boston friend or our other friend? No, our other friend, our other friend. Okay, okay. And it was competitive, though. I mean, you felt like it was a challenge. Oh, it was competitive, dude. 
dude, let me tell you, it was competitive. And since I hadn't played over a year, my the first two shots I let go in. I literally let out in the first Oof. two shots. They were good shots. Oof, over two in the first two. So we started down 3-0. And then I finally made a couple saves, got back into it. My team played better. We ended up winning 9-4. So I helped the team win, which is always nice. But yeah, it was just good to get out there and play. But this is, let me, I got to say this. For anyone that's younger, if you're active, make sure you stay active. Because if you stop being active and you try again, let me tell you, it, it's not fun. You need. You've to heard this from active. every old human being ever. I promise you, you've heard it from your grandparents yeah. or parents. But it's real life. We, I mean, we're tw- we're late twenties. I am not we're, fit. Nick is probably more old. fit than I am, and he's. I mean, he I'm pretty me. fit. I, yeah, I do play basketball a couple times a week, but doing the goalie thing is a different kind of activity. And let me tell you, you keep doing them all. Brutal. Speaking of competitive, Nick, I just want to cover this real, real quick. Okay, so obviously we've mentioned the Russia-Ukraine situation. I think mildly on this show. Okay, we're mm-hmm. not going to get heavy into it because we're just not political. I mean, we're, we we dabble in politics. I don't want you guys thinking we're not going to cut off politics. We'll talk about whatever we want. It's full circle with Nick and Fred, baby. But we're going to get into a minor subject. I'm going to let Nick take this one for a minute. But I just want to let you guys know that like we're not going to – the Ukraine-Russia thing is tricky because it's ongoing. I don't think that there's been any major pivotal points. I know it sounds terrible, but I don't mean it that way. No major pivotal events that we feel that we need to cover at this time. If there is, we'll cover it. But I mean – yeah, there's been big stuff going on, but yeah, this is a podcast. We release this once a week. By the time you listen to this, new stuff will happen anyways. Right. Not that we don't care about it, but there's we're plenty not, of other... the news with Nick no, and Fred. We're, we're other trying places. to get you away from the world. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of other places you guys can read up on it. But I just want to say one like crazy thing I saw was I saw a video in one of the first days in Ukraine. There's an old man driving down the street. I'm not sure if you saw this video, Fred. And I a did. tank literally going down so they're going the opposite ways and the tank all of a sudden veers over and completely crushes the car that the old man is actively driving and somehow the old man escaped with only minor injuries a bunch of people came and helped him get out of his crushed car it was just a crazy video to watch it's a wild sequence it was a wild Did sequence. you see it you can watch it yeah start to finish now i'm gonna throw this at you nick for sake of controversy i would never condone this okay obviously but for sake of controversy i'm gonna throw this out there okay the video cuts in moments before this actually happens. So you get like the car getting hit by the tank and then you kind of get all the after effect. But from a military standpoint, I'm never defending Russian act like acts on this. Okay. I just need to make a point. All right. You, you don't know as military personnel, you don't know what's in that vehicle. You don't know if it's an IUD. You don't know if it's armed militants. I, they're not, it's not like they're looking and like waving out the window. Like, Hey, are you a civilian? Are you not? Not that they even care. They might not even care. Okay. But if you're military, like I, people are like dazzled that this happened or like amazed that it like stunned, horrified, I guess dazzled is the wrong word that this happened. I don't see that. Like if you're in the, if you're the Russian military, you don't know if they're going to blow you up. You don't know if there's something, somebody in that car. I mean, I don't know if that's other than like the middle East, but I just don't know. I feel like that was their rationale for doing what they did. It could have been an absolute hate crime. I have no idea. What was your take on it? You see where I'm coming from though? Does that make any sense? I kind of see where you're coming from, but like, I'm not if trying to defend it. IUD, I'm just trying why, to make logic no, no. of it. Here's what, I, here's what I'm saying, just to your logic. If it's an IUD, why are you running it over? I guess you're that's a, well, I'm just saying like a car bomb. It. I meant more like a car bomb. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess yeah, you would probably what, blow it up away. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. I don't no, know. I, I just, get what I, you're trying I, to say, but like. It's still wrong. I'm not, I don't want it to come no, across the wrong way. It's a horrifying video. I just, you know, I was sitting here talking to my brother about this. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand that, that side. I, I can't see it. I don't know. There's no re you can clearly tell it's a civilian in there. I don't know. 
That's I, I, I I don't know. It's just I, the way it's just weird because like we watch like if you watch like those Chris Kyle movies and all that, you like you see children running up to American soldiers and they're like, hey, hey, hey and then they just explode. You know, what I, mean? I don't I don't. It's crazy. It's nuts. Warfare is an, is irrational. There's no other way to talk about. It. I was just it, I was just trying to throw something out there. I had a conversation with my brother. It happens to be the same video you brought up, and I just kind of wanted to let you know the conversation that took place. Kind of get your thoughts on it. You think it was hate? You think it was pure hate? You think it was accidental? It doesn't look accidental. What were your thoughts it on it? It wasn't accidental. I I'm I just saying. What you know what I mean? Thinking. Maybe they were thinking what you were, and they're like, "Hey, that's gonna come do something." Right at us. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm not trying to justify it. I just, I'm trying to, I am, I am trying to make sense of why that happened, but it is a crazy video guys. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google it segment, check it out. It's um Russian tank pretty much runs over Ukrainian car. And I don't, I mean, I, again, I do not want it to come across in any way that I support that, that act. It's just trying in, in, in a normal human being sense um, to understand what the hell happened in that video. It's, it's terrifying. So I don't know how now, Nick, I never watched them pull him out. I don't know how graphic it got. Any it actually disclaimers wasn't super graphic when they're pulling him out. No. Okay. 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 But he he was alive, right? Did he make it through it and everything? That part. Yeah, he only suffered minor injuries. Actually, okay. He, okay. it was actually crazy. Like if you watch the video, it literally everything it looks like the car around him. He was just kind of fine. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like there's of... nobody walking from that at all. No, he was fine. Yeah. Crazy. Surprising. Crazy. But guys, the Ukraine thing is wild. I, I'm in a weird spot with that whole thing. I just don't. I don't know. I. Nick, this is, I mean, hot topic real quick, real, real quick conversation. And again, I know it's going to come across the wrong way to certain people, but I don't understand. I think we've talked about this before on the show. I don't understand like the thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers with those for Ukraine. We support those from those Ukrainians, the buildings like in Charlotte, they changed their building colors to yellow and blue. What is that doing? So actually, you know, you said said this before and I kind of agreed to you, but I actually kind of saw someone say something. It makes sense, right? I'm so listening. The people, I'm always... the people, the people in Ukraine, right? They obviously they have phones, they have the internet, they can go online and see stuff, right? So for their morale, their morale is obviously really low. They're getting invaded. It actually kind of would boost your morale a little bit to know, like, hey, other people in the world, they got your back. Like they, they're there for you. You know what I mean? I, to a certain extent, I do. Because no offense, don't you think that if you, I saw that on my phone, I'd be like, well, why don't they come over here and grab a gun and do something about it? You know what I mean? Well, there like, actually are people. I don't know if you've seen it. There and are some people, people are. are some that. people are. Some people are, yes. But not to the extent that are putting it on their social medias or, you know what I mean? Like like people who aren't really doing anything about it are putting up the blue and yellow. And I just, I, I, I'm with you. I get the, like, the moral understanding I mean, of it. It, I it just, helps. The, yeah, it helps the people. Yeah, I guess. There. I mean, I guess. I guess. But, but I mean, we'll agree with you that, like, yeah, some people that are doing it are just doing it just because, and like, eh, like if you, you want to really. donate to a charity or something, or there's some kind of cause you can direct. I don't know how all that works, but you are. Like, be, that, yeah, if you, you want to be more helpful, be more helpful. But don't, you know, oh, my thoughts and prayers with Ukraine. Do something about it. Do if you're interested, do something about it. That's my take. I will give you that, but I will say, like, seeing that the people are supporting them definitely helps them morale, which. It's understandable. Really I didn't really think of it that from from, the, from that perspective, from a pure morale, you know, boosting expe- uh, uh, perspective. That makes plenty of sense. But you, know, you have plenty of people over here that are using it for their own personal reasons. Like, oh, I support Ukraine. Look at me. Just like every other national tragedy, any other world tragedy. It's all like, oh, you know, I survived. And like this, I, I don't know. That's a whole argument that pisses me off. But we'll get into yeah, that another dude. time. There's always look at me people, you know, like they start their own podcast. We should have put that in with the haters poll that we're going to get into later. What's worse, the look at me people or the haters? Maybe we'll keep that one going. 
Maybe we'll keep I'll that. Make one it a poll. Make it a poll. I think I might. I think I might. So haters, and then the look at me. I don't know how else to explain that though. Like the 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 selfish people. What's worse, the the not the people the yeah haters or look like at the me bystanders. People. You know what I mean? Like standing on the sideline, no, recording with their me, phone. Like, oh, look at me. Oh, I survived. I was there. Oh, like do something about it. I don't know. That's where I'm at. All right, Nick. Last, I think we got a couple more topics before we get in this interview. But um, I did put this on. I hinted at it last week. I want to talk about it this week. Not too many details, just just thoughts. Not a lot of thoughts this week. Did you hear about this NFT robbery or NFT uh, hack or NFT hack? scam? I don't know. I have, what the right I, word. I have a scam I heard about that I will discuss, but I haven't heard about whatever you're talking about. Okay, so basically there was an investor, Nick, like you and I, okay, except with dollars, right? And he went and he bought a bunch of those Bored Ape Yacht Club NFTs. I'm sure you guys have heard of these, seen them. It's kind of, it's cool art. I ain't going to lie about that, but they're NFTs. They're popular, guys. This man had $2 million worth of NFTs anonymously hacked and stolen from him, okay? They didn't really get into who, no one really claimed it, et cetera, et cetera. But it's $2 million worth of NFTs robbed, hacked, et cetera. Do you feel that like crypto, like with crypto taking over the free world right now, right? And like kind of having a mind of its own and and this following and people really pushing it, NFTs getting right on the, the back of that, you know what I mean? The caboose of that, that train, if you will. Do you think the NFTs, do you think crypto is safe? Do you think it could be safer? Would you like, I know you've invested minorly, Nick, but if you invested thousands of dollars in this, would you feel comfortable with it? What are your thoughts on security for cyber currency, cyber transaction thoughts? Well, just like everything, it can be safe, but you have to do your research and make sure what you're getting is good. You know what I mean? Like, you, I mean, for the NFTs, for that, how those got stolen, I'm not really sure about that. I mean, I wouldn't really trust NFTs anyways, just because I don't know, dude. You're paying too for new? art. Too new? You think? But like, how is that any different than buying a painting worth a million dollars? I guess it's physical, right? To be harder to steal, but they make yeah, you know, you, you know. Yeah, I mean, but even the art community has a hard time with like, um, I don't know what the right word is, like copywriting. Yeah, yeah, you know replicas. Yeah, replicas are like, you know, fakes. I, I, can't, I don't know why I can't, the word escapes me right now. But, you know, a lot of people like giving you a copy of no, the Mona Lisa. And like, obviously it's not the Mona Lisa. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know that it's like the safest thing in the world. But like, you know, I have no problem running my, you know, doing that thing where you slide your card at the gas pump where you just wisp it over the the reader and it like gets your all your information. So I don't know what the fine line is, but I just wanted your thoughts on that. And I want to hear about your scam and this CVS Venmo thing. This yeah, well, cy- this well, whole cyber world thing. What's going you just on need to you just need to do your research. I would if you're gonna buy something, do your research. Make sure you're buying it from a like a safe, reputable source that has lots of reviews and people think it's good. And make sure if you're buying an NFT that it's backed by people that that are trustworthy and good, and they're not they're not telling you bad stuff. See, I don't fully understand NFT. So I wonder if it's like, is it like a file you could save on like a flash drive and then it's like not as hackable? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder what you could do with those, but I don't know enough about it to suggest an alternative or understand the alternative. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. Is it like a I'm, URL address or something you couldn't put somewhere? Is it an actual file? I, it's so over my head. I ain't gonna lie. So I am not too sure either, Fred, actually with, with where it is. I mean, it's a non-fungible token that we're talking about, right? And it's yeah, like yeah. its own unique code. So... I believe you you like store them in um 
You know, yeah, if you just keep it on your computer, it should be. I mean, people could hack your computer, so maybe it was that right. guy's fault. I don't know, man. It's fascinating. Nick, I'm not even BSing you. I've read articles to try to fully understand NFTs. I try to get my head more around them. And there's there's just so much lack of clarity. Like if you, even if you research it, it's just hard to find the answers. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of geeks me out a little bit. Like, I don't know why it's so hard to wrap your head around these. If it's so simple, then why isn't it simpler? You know? But yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's weird. It's weird. But what's up with this scam you're talking about? What's going on? Yeah. So talking about like, we're talking about you want to buy from someone who's reputable and uh, doesn't give you any red flags when they talk about it. Lana Rhodes, a porn star, had her own NFT called CryptoSys, and she did a rug pull, which is aka stole everyone's money that invested in it. So basically the background is she was like, hey, I'm going to do my own cryptocurrency, uh, own NFT. It's called uh, CryptoSys, right? Okay, it's just a bunch of pictures of her. You know how all NFTs are? It's just a bunch of different pictures of her. And they're like, oh, one's wearing this, one has a different background. And it's probably like allegedly unique. Like no one else can get their They're all unique. Yeah. So they're all like, they have, they all have a little difference. So they're unique. So basically, when she was talking about it, she was blasting them all over her social medias, her Twitter and her Instagram. And she was telling people, hey, this was going to be a good investment. You're going to buy these. They're going to sell out immediately. And boom, the price is going to go up. So that's already a red flag. From what I've like researched, that's a huge red flag in NFTs because the originality NFT is supposed to be art. You're buying it because it's an art piece, right? A digital art piece. You're not buying it for an investment, or you shouldn't be at least if you don't want to lose all your money. It's Anyways, highly aggressive, but isn't that why people get them as investment? Now you lost me. But whatever, keep going. That is no. That is why. That is why most people buy them. Yes, but like. If if you're doing it, don't don't put too much money in. Don't put in money you can't yeah, lose. Essentially, it. I got you. I'm with you. Okay. So anyway, yeah, right? So Lana Rhodes pulling some rug, some pulling some rugs, bro. She did a rug, rug pull, pull, right? So like like she said, everyone bought all the NFTs, and then she she had them out for sale, right? Mm-hmm. And they didn't sell out like she thought they would. So they lowered how many how many uh, were like minted versions, and then they right. still didn't sell out, and they had to lower it again. Because like the only the only way they're gonna go up in price if they're all sold out and you can't buy anymore, right? Right, right, right. So she did that twice, and so basically it's like, oh wow, these aren't as popular as I thought they were, and so they originally sold for two two hundred sixty one dollars, and pretty much she started getting comments of people telling her she was a scam or whatever, and she took the one point five million dollars that like was raised from it and just just took the money out. She just took the money out, kept it for herself deleted her social medias and now all the nfts are only worth 26 dollars. that's awesome i mean that's I wish awesome. I, I, yeah i wish i felt bad for people but like what did you think was gonna happen you know what i, I mean I, I don't i know they're dumb i don't know why they're trusting it but it's just it's, like, it's so weird it's just it's such a weird thing i feel like that happens and that happens more often than not nick people put out this oh this one of a kind unique piece you spend a trash ton of money on it and then they you don't know who these people are it's all online so like they yank it or it's non-existent all yeah, it happens all the time where people are like, oh, this is good. Buy this, buy this. And then they take all the money out like Lana Rhodes did. And then boom, you're, there's nothing you can do about it. You're stuck with nothing. You lose all your yeah, money. Yeah, like what are you going to do? There's no receipt. There's no physical nope. brand. I, that's the, I don't know, man. Like it's they just still have the NFT, world. but like no one's going to want to buy it. Yeah, it don't mean anything. I mean, come but, on. You're really trusting a porn star with a NFT. I mean, you, you want to hear but something? But they're all doing like, it, Nick. It's actors, actresses. I mean, everyone's doing it. It's hard to make that determination, to be completely honest. 
I don't know. Yeah. This board, yeah, this board eight yacht club that that I, this guy got stolen from him. This was like a collaboration between three or four massive stars, and the idea was that you got access to celebrities, and it was like these are hundreds of thousands of dollars. The ones I'm talking about, but all it is is like a like a pimped out looking monkey. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just no. I don't that get was it. basically that was basically what Lana Rhodes did, and no, yeah, I don't. People got to be. Yeah, it's such a great. Yeah, you really got to do your homework and maybe get with somebody who knows more about these. Check your financial advisors out there, guys. I don't know, man, but it, it's weird. And then, Nick, what's this Venmo thing with CVS? You put that on here. I want to know more about that because I actually use Venmo. Yeah, so I went to CVS the other day because all the grocery stores are closed because they're not staying open as late anymore. Side note, which uh sad for people like me who are out late. And CVS, uh, when I went to do the self-checkout, you can pay with Venmo. Like a Venmo card or actual Venmo? I, so I didn't do it, but I'm pretty sure you could literally just like go on it and be like, hey, Venmo, CVS, the money, and you could buy it. That's what I'm believing. I don't know for sure. I didn't That's interesting. It. That opens do an Venmo's interesting have actual cards? Venmo does have actual cards. So, and that started, I want to say, six months to a year ago. So it's like if you – like you, let's say you were kept feeding me money like a month. Let's say I had to give me $5 a month or whatever. So I'm getting like $5, $10, $15 after a couple months. You could actually register to have a Venmo card and use it like an ATM card almost. Oh, no, no, so, no. So yeah. I just looked it up. No, CVS, right. So, you know, like with your Venmo, you can scan someone else's Venmo code. And yeah, yeah, yeah. QR like, and like a QR, the money like a QR yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, if you go to the CVS Tough Checkout machine, a QR code will pop up. You scan it, and then, boom, you send the money through Venmo, and you paid for your stuff. Oh, damn. See, that's lit. All right. I wasn't sure if it was like the card or something. That's no, pretty cool. No. Yeah, so just like I, you're I, like, hey, I'll, I'll Venmo you. You're, you're doing it with CVS, dog. Yeah, you're literally like, hey, CVS, I'll Venmo you. That's pretty lit. It's pretty that's dope, I, enjoy, right? I think that's I mean, pretty cool. I think it's cool. I mean, it's just like people digital. are using it. Like Cash App, Venmo is pretty big. Another thing yeah, to be got, like careful they got the with. the Apple but, Pay out there too. Yeah. Apple Pay, it's the same as Apple Pay. I don't see how it's any different to be completely honest. But I know, whatever. Just, I, I never use Apple Pay and I've used Venmo and I just saw that and I was like, wow, that's just kind of cool. You ever forget your wallet? I can Venmo you. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. So I'm on board with that. I'm a I'm on board with Cash App and Venmo being more applicable in public places. We'll keep an eye on that moving forward. That'll be interesting. A um, couple more things we get into, Nick, before this interview, real quick. Where's Waldo prank? Where did you catch that at? Where was that? I saw the most. For us, this is one of the most hilarious videos, hilarious prank videos I've ever seen in my life. So I think it might have been a TikTok. I'm not sure, but I don't. I think I saw it on Twitter or something. So this guy goes to a used bookstore and he buys a Where's Waldo book, right? Now he goes through and he um, photocopies every single page in the book. And then he has like the, he scanned, he scanned all the pages, right? And they're on his computer. Mm-hmm. He goes in. And pulls out and Waldo. Digitally edits out Waldo in every <laughs> single picture. Then he goes in, cuts out the little piece where Waldo is, glues it back in on the page, and then ret- then took the book and returned it back to the bookstore. <laughs> so there's so no one is going to go to this bookstore, buy the Where's Waldo book, and there will be no Waldos. In it. <laughs> did he? What, did it say where he's from or anything? Is this local? It did not say where he's from. I'm pretty sure he's from somewhere in the U.S., but. That's guys, all. be on the lookout. If if you guys, if if one of the listeners out there, okay, wherever this may be, guys, if you listen to the show and you get that book in one way or another, we want to know about it. <laughs> I want to know. I would love the to see odds. the reaction of someone. 
Nick, if we actually got somebody on here who heard this show, got the book, and then called, like, let us know about it, I'd buy a freaking lottery ticket tomorrow because there ain't no way. Ain't I'd buy no them way. like five sodas. <laughs> five, guys. You get five sodas from Nick. That's a hell of a deal. Five sodas. That is yeah. a heck of a prank, too. I like that a lot. I like that That's a lot. That's hilarious, right? Can you imagine, too? I know it sounds ri- ridiculous, dude. What if you went into <laughs> what if you went into Barnes & Noble, picked out one – um. You bought one puzzle and then in the store somehow were able to like reseal it, but pulled out one piece of the puzzle from puzzles and then no, put it no, back. No, 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 that's that's evil, Fred. That's, <laughs> that's, that's no, evil. that's where we draw the line. The Waldo thing, <laughs> that's a funny, harmless prank, right? Eventually they'll realize, oh, this is on and then rip it off or whatever. Taking out the last piece of a puzzle, Fred. You don't know which one it is. You just pull a piece out. Evil. A piece out. You think that's yeah, evil? Pure evil. They will not be. Think about it. You buy your puzzle. Oh, I can't wait to fix it. You make sure you don't lose any pieces. <laughs> what if it's a thousand piece puzzle? It takes. Yeah, you a that's what I'm saying. No, not one of those ten pieces. I'm talking yeah. a thousand piece. Yeah. And it could, it, like a corner, it could be like a couple weeks. It could be the center. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know Fred, you're dick. <laughs> no, that's evil. What's more wait. evil? Poll question. Hi, uh, uh, <laughs> making Waldo disappear or. Or yeah, it's more, doing more the last evil. Puzzle. No, yo, more evil. Where's Waldo without Waldo or a missing puzzle piece? Yeah, there you go. That's how you word sentences. Thank you. <laughs> I got you. No, but that's evil. That's pure evil. Taking the last piece of the puzzle. I have, I have before one time long ago. I did a huge puzzle, and then one of the pieces was missing. And it was awful. You yeah, just look it at it, and you just see the piece missing, and it's just pain. Dude, I'm telling you, I think that's, I think that's a move. I might do that to my dad. He's been getting into puzzles lately just to Yo, see the vibe of puzzles. Out of beast, dude. Yeah, I'm like, that's I'm evil, like, dude. You're evil. That's evil. It is. It is evil. But I'm, I'm down. Hopefully we'll, he doesn't listen to the show if we do it. We got a few poses. He doesn't listen to the show anyway. Get the hell out of here. Get the heck out of here. Daryl, listen to the show, dude. He was pissed off because we had no TV today. He was just whining about it all day. Paying pay this bill. And you think you think they're going to take a dollar off of the bill? No. It's stupid. <laughs> Such a dad thing to say. You think they're <laughs> gonna take it? <laughs> they yeah, gotta yeah, going to charge me for the whole day, but did I have TV today? No, I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dad. All right, Nick. Last one before we get in this week's polls. Um, Cassie recorded a video. I, I might be able to get this and put this online if you guys want it. Let us know at full.circlepodcast.com. Not playing around. There's a video of Cass recording me at sleeping where I'm snoring because I'm never knew that I snore. And I was like, I don't snore. She's like, uh. yeah, you do. She got a video of it. And I was like, you know, you snore, right? And she's like, no, which I don't know, man. I sleep like a rock. I have no idea if that girl snores. I've never heard her snore. So no, I don't think Cass snores. And then I texted Jamie, who's up the house again this week. And I was like, hey, do you snore? And she's like, no, I don't think women snore, Nick. I think it's kind of I- like the the women farting thing. You know, women don't fart. Women don't go to number twos. I think this is another stigma. I think women don't snore. Do you think this is a thing? I'm going to make it a poll. Do women I think snore? women snore, probably. You're convinced on that, though. Yeah, I'm gonna Google it. What is your mom? Is your mom or sister there right now? Oh, I uh, downstairs. All right, well, yell down to them Google. real quick right now, live. Uh, Google give, says so. Why give, Google says women snore too, just as loudly. With yeah, but not according to them. Rate. They don't listen. Listen, listen. I know you're in your room right now. Okay, open the door. Yell down to, to Susan. Yell down to your mom and be like, "Mom, do you snore?" And she's gonna say no. Every woman you ask is gonna say no. They don't snore. All right, I'll be right back. You, I want to uh, hear. I'm gonna keep the show going. I'm gonna keep going, and we'll get in there. Um, guys, while Nick's asking his mom, 
about sn- women snoring, which we all know they don't. Okay. It's, it's pure facts. It's, it's, it, it is what it is. I'm going to get into one other topic for you guys. Okay. Um, I don't have anything written down. This is, it's terrifying. Um, I got a pulse, but we can get back into that. All right. You guys know I listen to 80s music. All right. So me and Nick both listen to 80s music avidly. There's a song, you guys. I want you to look this up. It's going to be another full circle Google segment. Okay. It's Hip to Be Square by Huey Lewis in the News. And if you listen to the song, this is weird because me and mom were listening to it at work. And we had a whole conversation. So Hip to Be Square by Huey Lewis in the News, guys. My, my mom interprets it as like, don't be rebellious. Like if you listen to the song, he's like, you know, sometimes it's good to clean up and like get a job and like, don't be a bum. Right. That's the energy. So I listen to it. Like, don't be a square. Like it's cool to go against the grain. Like it's better to be rebellious. So I don't like, you know what I mean? Like if you, if you don't show up to a party, they're like, Hey, either be there, or be square. Like being square is a nerd. So when the song is saying it's hip to be square, like it's cool to be against the grain. It's cool to be a nerd. So I don't know. Go listen to freaking hip to be square guys, but Huey Lewis in the news. Let me know what you think. What the hell are you talking about? Nick, Nick, you came back. What did mom say? What did mom say? Does do women snore Nick? So first of said? all, actually my grandma snores a lot. My grandma's <laughs> a big snorer. <laughs> oh, well, no, uh, so I went downstairs. Up. I asked my mom if she snores and my dad immediately before my mom can answer says yes. <laughs> <laughs> but did your mom say yes or was she like, come on, no way. She said yes. She did say I'm yes. T- interesting. All right. I'm, I'm going to put a poll up. Only after my dad immediately said yes. And then she said my yeah, dad snores kinda, louder, which out. is true. She, she felt called out. Men definitely snore louder than women, but do women snore? That's the question. That's why so, I went right, down I'm, there I'm and I said, poll. Fred want to know. And yep, now we know. We're gonna, we'll get a poll going. We'll get a poll. So there, you got two snores in there. That's rough, but we'll get back into it. All right, Nick, we got polls this week. Let's just get into them and we'll get into this interview. All right. Oh, that, so, no, we're doing we, a fun fact and ad first, then interview. Oh, snap. Geez. All right. We're going all sorts of sideways. Nick, get into the polls. Let's just bang it out. Okay. So, Nick, first ranked poll or first poll I did do ranked teams, are ranked teams allowed to storm the court against other ranked teams? Yeah, your name. Nine yes, seven no. Almost 50-50. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah. No, they shouldn't be. You They're said no, right? Me. We said that last yeah. week. You said no. I no. said no. Yeah. I don't understand why people say yes. I mean, must, must, you guys must be college athletes. You're scrubs. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. If you're ranked eight and you beat ranked seven, it's not like, oh, my God, nah, we won. No. It's not like that. If you're ranked 20, you're still ranked. You're still top in the nation, and you beat number seven. Okay, like. A little bit more celebratory worthy, but don't give me that. You're not storming Act like the court. You've been there before. You storm the court when you're unranked and you beat a ranked. You're not even a ranked team. If you're unranked and you beat a 21 ranked, eh. If you're unranked and you beat a number one ranked like Indiana did back in the day, that's fine. You guys can like yep. blow the building up. I don't care what you do, but there's like rules on this and there's gray area. But you guys said yes as well that a ranked team should not storm the court. And I, I'm with you. Okay. Or you, I think you guys said you did agree. I, I don't know. I got to look back at it. Either way, nine yes, no, seven no, whatever the poll was. All right. Wow. Nick, Nick, I did. Would you visit the world's oldest brewery? We talked about Steppenheiben or whatever the heck it was. I can't pronounce it. I don't know German. 23 yes, zero no. Everybody would go. I wasn't sure if there wasn't anybody who was like, nah, I don't like, I don't drink beer. Yeah, no. Everybody wanted to go. Everybody wants to see that brewery from 1040. Everyone's an alcoholic. Everybody's alcoholic. Everybody loves German atmosphere. I mean, there's no way you're not going to have a blast, even if you don't like beer. Let's be honest. Nick. U.S. women's team got paid out the $24 million for equal rights pay in their lawsuit. I did, is this a big win or is this not a big deal? 17 said big win, 3 said no big deal. Hmm. Interesting. I thought that would sweep more one way, but that's fine. Guys, Mark Cuban, owner of the Mavs, the big shark tanker. Mark Cuban for president 2024. 9 yes, 12 no. 
That's yeah, more yes than I expect, huh? It was a closer to 50-50. I was kind of explaining, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And then lastly, guys, this was the big one. Me and Nick got on an absolute tirade about this one, okay? The worst people in the world, period. Haters versus fanboys, fangirls. Nick, it was almost split, Nick. 16 haters, 12 fanboys, fangirls. Yep. I thought it would be way more haters. I thought it would be way more haters. No, I expected to go. I mean, fangirls and fanboys are so annoying, so it makes sense. But haters win because they're so annoying. I don't know how I'm going to word the poll, but I'm going to move that on. We're going to do like a best of 16 round. (laughs) Haters versus selfish people because I can't stand freaking haters, dude. But selfish people suck. Selfish people suck. So we'll get into that. Um, Nick, that was the polls. You got a fun fact for us? Yeah, so uh, my fun fact is actually our guest is providing my fun fact. So we're going to leave that alone. No, so... But instead, what I will be saying right now for the quote fun fact Who the hell do I know that's a lifeguard or a tennis coach? I don't know about that. All right, whatever. Go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. It has something to do with the guest, right? Yeah, no. Let me speak, sir. Let me speak. So remember last episode, we talked about what came first, the lifeguard chair or the tennis chair. And it was a big topic. We discussed it, right? Yeah, we did. So I did. did some research into this and... There's no definitive answer that I could find. It was hard. I did actually a lot of research more than I probably should have finding out when each was invented and I nothing really came up, Fred. So here's where I'm going to, but I did a lot of research. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to show you what I, I'm going to tell you guys what I found and what I think came first. The chicken so, and the egg start go. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to come light. with a good hypothesis. Green light. <laughs> All right. So. Who and when tennis was invented? That's a debate. But the widespread uh, accepted yeah, person accepted who invented answer. tennis was a uh, Major Walton Clopton Wingfield. Also, isn't that not a great name? That's a hell of a name. That's an absolute gold star of a name. Like Major that. Walton Clopton Wingfield. <laughs> That's a hell of a name. Hell of a name. Do you, uh, poll question. Do you wish this was your name? Yes or no? Major Walton Clopton Wingfield. Please write that down, Fred. I See, think I, I am, but I, you got it one more time. Major Walton? Major Walton Clopton Wingfield. <laughs> Wingfield. I like that. Okay. That is so amazing. Best name ever? Question mark? Yes. Oh, yeah. But anyways, whoa, 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 Nick. Nick, do we get spicy? Do I put it against something? Best name ever: Major Walton Clapton Wingfield or Chip Skylark? Um, you can if you want, whatever you want. You're the poll guy. You think that's not close? Is that not close? Am I the only I mean, one I read, close? It might be we'll close. I think it'll be close because I'd totally Maybe rather close. be Major Walton Clapton Wingfield. Skylark. I'll do Sky as uh, Chip Skylark because I mean my shiny teeth and me, bro. All right, all right. Hang Major Walton right. right. Clapton Wingfield. So he is the guy who is a. Uh, widespread accepted as a person who invented tennis since 1873 and just a little side note because i didn't know this at all when i was doing my research since we're already going off uh getting derailed did you know tennis is based on something called real tennis and that was played by royal families back in like the 15th and 16th century which is inside crazy it makes Anyways. sense, though, the way that tennis is structured. So many rules. You got to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, not a lot of cheering. Very, very, like, elegant rules. Yes, go ahead. Continue. Yeah, so tennis was invented in 1873. And Wimbledon, the the first ever major tournament, was first played in 1877. So what I'm thinking is eventually, maybe probably even in the first tournament, 
but maybe very soon. They must have had a chair umpire, the guy who sits up in a chair, because mm-hmm. when I was researching it, I never saw anything like, hey, they had the first chair umpire in this year. So I bet they probably had him from the start, right? From the get-go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm guessing is since like around 1870s and 1870s, tennis chairs were a thing. Now we're going to go to tennis. Now we're going to go to swimming, Fred, right? All right. So apparently swimming started becoming a real popular thing in the 1800s. And resorts started popping up everywhere. Like I'm pretty sure there used to be a resort up in Crystal Lake in Ellington. And like it used to be a popular yeah, yeah, yeah. vacation spot. So, of course, people started drowning because people aren't meant to really be in water. And they're bad. Some people are bad swimmers. So they started this thing. They had rescue lines, which would be like lines in the water that you grab if you're drowning. But, like, of course, if you're drowning, you're not going to be able to grab it. So they stunk. So in 1912, the YMCA developed a life-saving service. And then in 1915, the Red Cross, like, also had, like, a little lifeguard, like, uh, foundation or whatever group that they made up. So we can kind of guess lifeguards first started becoming popular in 1910s. So all that is all put all that together. Tennis chair came first. Boom. That's what I'm saying. That's my Tennis chair came first. Tennis chair came first. It probably came in the late 1800s. And then, boom, all the country clubs and resorts already had tennis courses. Like, hey, why don't we have someone just sit in this really high chair on a beach and go save people? Boom. Boom. That's that's what I'm saying. That's my answer. Sounds like a move. Sounds like a move. You just cut out. You good? Anyways, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to edit this out. Mom's getting her damn laptop. I'm not even gonna edit it out. I'm freaking in here doing my show. Mom walks in to get her damn laptop, and she's hey, trying to Fred, sleep through this no. hardwood floor. It Fred, creeps. Her house. This no. oh, Slam the door. Slam. I'm mad. Now. Take your dog with you. Take your dog with you. Unbelievable. No, shit. Fred. Don't talk wow. to your mother like that. Wow, dude. No, dude. She's don't like eyeballing me. Like, like she knows I'm in the middle of something, dude. Don't talk to your mother like that. I only do it once a week. Oh, nope. I'm so fired up right now. I am so fired up right now. I'm not even. I didn't cut out, Nick. I muted myself, and you I couldn't know. even take it over. You got to you gotta just – you got to know. You got to know. Well, I got to know, dude. All right, go to your ad, buddy. Oh, my God. I'm not even – I don't even I, – I can't right now. I'm all – you got me all jacked up. I don't even know which one came first. You said tennis chair? <laughs> tennis chair came first. Yes. Tennis my chair. All right, all right, all right, all right. Last thing before we get in this stupid, this stupid nerve-wracking interview, guys. I don't even know who it is. We'll get into it later. We got two NFL topics we're going to cover after the interview, so stay tuned for that. Sorry the show's going a little long this week, guys. Whatever. Guys, this airspace brought to you guys by Earpaste. You tired of putting in your AirPods and getting earwax all over it? And then giving it to your friend with all your gross earwax everywhere? No. Gross. Tired of using Q-tips, jamming that wax even deeper in your ear, guys? Get Earpaste from Colgate. You get this unique brush, and you just wax out your ear with, with Earpaste, guys. With nano patented nanotechnology, get that wax out of your ear today. Clean up your AirPods. Clean up the your headphones that you give away to other people. Clean your ears. Get better sound. Get that 10K quality audio with <laughs> ear paste by Colgate. Today. Today. <laughs> That's it. Guys, we're going to come right back at you. We got the interview lined up. Don't know who it is. We'll have that conversation with next. Uh, and then we got a few quick talking points about the NFL songs of the week. We'll get you out of here. All right. Enjoy. Take take a sweet break. I gotta go get emotionally stable for my mom. Just absolutely intruding on my podcast. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. And we're back with our special guest, Fred. You still don't know who it is, right? I have no idea. They wrote not me in our chat group, and I'm cranky about it, Nick. I don't like it. 
All right, guests, could you please introduce yourself? Oh, hello there, Mr. Fred Hool. What's up? Fred, do you recognize that voice? Oh, Probably I know that not. voice every single day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, that's a daily voice. That's there our is. boy Ryan right there. Oh, yeah. Ryan, welcome to the show, boy. Oh, thanks, dude. How you, feel? How you feeling? Oh, I'm fired up. Where are you talking to us now? Peru? Because you got that third-rate internet coming through. and I. No, for real, where are you at? Are you home? Yeah, I'm just home. All right, all right. Well, Nick says you got a topic for us, so I'm going to let you guys get into this. We'll get into some real or fake, and we'll get the show going. All right. So, Fred Hool, doing my, my nightly Reddit scrolling. Oh, no. And what did I stumble upon? Something that hits pretty close to home for you. Uh, kind, of, kind of literally, you know, you're buying a new home in that North Carolina central area, right? I'm listening. And I found this, this nice little swipey swipe and uh, found a, about a, an accident that was recently uncovered in 2013. They kind of hid this from the world. There was a, a plane crash in uh, central North Carolina carrying two nuclear warheads. In 1961, so we set the scene, January 24th, 1961. We're doing a flyover, just like yesterday, over Fred's Fred's backyard, right? (laughs) (laughs) So we've got your standard B-52 aircraft. It's doing a a routine flyover, you know. Are you talking? I know where you're going with this. (laughs) I'm so mad at are you are you talking about Warzone? Is this where this is going? Or are you... <laughs> this isn't a prank. No, doing a real no story. this is this is history, Fred. This is U.S. history. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I know. I don't know. Nick, Nick, just set me up for failure. All right, so we got a real story. We got real, 1960s yeah. North Carolina. I all said right, you up for failure. What do you mean? Let Ryan tell his fun facts. So, all right, all right, so, so, Fred, this this B fifty two, it's hitting a refuel in air. It goes to get refueled. The refuel plane says, "You you guys have a leak over your wing," so they're like, "Ah, oh, shit." We'll go fly over the coast for a little while, burn off some fuel before we land. So they, they get to the coast, and they're like, oh, shit, we're losing thousands of pounds of fuel per minute. we got to turn around and land this thing. So they're, they're on their way from the North Carolina coast back to Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. And all of a sudden, they just, like, the plane starts shaking, and basically the, pain, the plane starts to fall apart in the air. Um, they're just like, fuck. And so the nine crew eject, two of them don't eject in time and die in the crash. Seven of them eject and one of them has parachute failure. So there are three casualties on the day. Um, But the big concern, they're carrying two mega bombs, H bombs. And they're just like, no idea what's going to happen with those. Nuclear. Nuclear. (laughs) Nuclear. Got it. So in, in, in the spiral of the crash, one of the bombs is released from, from its holder and it parachute deploys. It floats to the ground, gets caught in a tree, hanging like 20 feet off the ground, doesn't detonate. The other one stays in the plane, hits the ground at 700 miles an hour, and buries itself like 60 feet into the, into the mud of a, of, of a farm field. Okay. So they go to recover these a few days later. And they find the first one that was in the tree, no problem. And they find they find that three of the four activations that would that that would have detonated the bomb have have activated. And they were just like, "That was a close one, Jesus." The other bomb that was sixty feet underground, they they have to dig out. They find 
And they end up also three of the four activation switches were activated. And they were just like, we were so lucky. There was It was just like a simple electronic switch that saved these two hydrogen bombs. By the way, these bombs were 250 times larger than the bombs that were dropped on Hiroshima. So they would have quite literally... correct? Both of them, right? There was two of them in World War II, right? I think, yeah, Hiroshima was a little bit bigger. Okay. Um, so they were between like three and four megatons. So just absolutely massive. Would have absolutely messed up North Carolina, South Carolina, Seaboard. Virginia. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like hundreds of thousands of casualties. And somehow, you know, it's North Carolina residents never found out. I think that the only people that really found out were... The, the, the farm that it affected the farm so, that it landed the, on, right? so so interesting enough the farm that it was dropped on they were not able to extract the full bomb they were able to take out the core of the bomb but because of groundwater they weren't able to dig up the entire the entire warhead um so it ended up they the they had to buy the land in like a 400 square foot radius of the bomb so now if you look on a map from Google Maps, you can see there's like a ring of trees randomly in this in this field in North Carolina. And I was curious. I looked it up. And the funniest thing was that the road adjacent to this field is called Big Daddy's Road. And I just chuckled to myself <laughs> thinking that there's half, a, a there's, there's half a nuclear warhead sitting on old Daddy's Road somewhere. Did it say, <laughs> did it say what town it was in? It's in Goldsboro. Oh, okay. That's about 45 minutes from where I'm at. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like 20 miles down the road from where you buy your new house. Um, I was just like, Fred's house would not exist. My house, who knows how far I would have accepted, <laughs> but absolutely ridiculous. So it, the, the, the information was released in 2013 and people, it's probably, you know, for, for, it's probably for the best that people never found out what actually happened with this thing. Yeah, that's that's nuts. I think I know the punchline in this joke, Ryan, and the answer is you don't bury survivors, okay? Um, oh my God. <laughs> I know that there's more to this. I, just, I feel trapped because Nick always – all right, look. You know – you listen to our early shows. We had a guest on, and Nick literally was trying to get him to prank me before the show even happened on Reddit itself. <laughs> so I'm just not prepared for like an actual story. But that was pretty dope. How did you ever come across that for real? For Dude, real? Just you said on Reddit? Right? Uh, it was, it was linked in some nuclear accident with all the talking with, uh, nuclear warheads with Russia, Ukraine and Russia. There was something buried in the comments about nuclear accidents. And I was just like, I wonder who's somebody knows that story. I never heard about it. Somebody's grandfather told that story though. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) some that got out somewhere. That's got, that's fascinating. Well, it was just like, it was just like the military air force people were all in charge of keeping it as closed as possible. That's there were, nuts down. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. There were, there was like five other recorded accidents that, that were like, could have like plane crashes because the B-52 is pretty early on in the, in the B-52's lifetime because B-52s are still active today. Um, mm-hmm. And this was like 61 and they were, they were really built in like their early mid fifties. Um, so beef, they, they actually, because of some of these crashes, they had to modify some of the fuselages in the wings of the B-52s. That is some interesting stuff. I would oh, be that is that. crazy. Yo, your yeah. new house could have just been a nuclear radiation house. 
I mean, so Fred, I, I would uh, I would recommend digging a little bit under your house to see if there's a <laughs> see if there's a nice bomb under there. Come on, you know? come on down the Fred Hole Museum of of, of potential <laughs> history. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, Goldsboro is not far. I actually, I'd be very curious to look that up and like find that site. Um, it's kind of crazy down here because there is a big military presence. So you have like Camp Lejeune, you have um, uh, Fort Bragg, uh, you have you have a lot right. going on. So um, like my boy, you know our friend uh, Josh, we went to school with. Yeah, yeah. Um, he when he was in the military down here, he uh, he told me about a lot of like random like you know even through his EMT. His career as EMT, like there's a lot of like government owned properties and like no trespassing here, no trespassing there, fenced in areas. So at first I was like, if it's anywhere near Siler City, I think Josh has seen it before. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I think there's tons of story. Like we, and me and Nick covered that story too. Nick, remember that, that guy, the Russian guy who had the fake alarm on the Russian side and they could have launched nuclear warheads in retaliation, but it was oh, just yeah. a computer glitch. I mean, like yeah. the, the, these little stories, I think they pop up more often than not. And it's freaking nuts. How it could have changed the face of history. Just, it's just crazy. It's just, it's just also crazy. It's just right down yeah. the road from you and some of our listeners. Yeah, well, now Nick right. and Ryan will never show up, guys. They're afraid that they're they're you know wee is going to get too big due to radiation or something. So I mean, the more the reason why I want to see show up because no one likes you. But anyways, <laughs> I hate to see it. I hate to see it. Ryan, we have a tradition here. I'm sure you're aware of that. We play a game of real or fake with our special guests. So I'm sure Nick put together something for you. Nick, am I right or am I right? You are correct. Oh, All right. Don't you hate when that happens? Oh, don't you hate when that happens? So oh, let's boy. see how Ryan does with his fake facts. Just kidding, that one was real. But we'll see how he does. We'll see how oh. in tune Ryan is with Nick's shenanigans. Um, and I, I'm going to be honest with you, Ryan. I've never lost. So You have. Oh. It's my show. I've never lost. Never lost. You've lost. <laughs> I've lost a few times. All right. Nick, how many you got for us this week? What are you doing? Uh, I got five. So best of five. No no bonus. So good no luck. No bonus. Good luck. Are you all ready? Oh, yeah. Not really. Bad luck to you, Ryan. Oh, jeez. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, the first one. Real or fake? Heinz mustard is illegal in India. Real you or fake? Mm. You like you like Heinz. So you pulled mm. that out of your ass. I'm gonna say fake. I'm I'm going on Fred's coattails fake. Yeah, that is fake. I made that up. But- <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Ryan likes Heinz too much. I mean uh, Nick likes Heinz too much. Know? People in Chicago will not eat their hot dog with ketchup. Oh, really? Chicago's a weird not place. A, they make their pizza a different way, too. Yeah, deep dish pizza is pretty dish. good. But yeah. Right. Didn't you just go to Chicago? I was in Cincinnati. Oh, Close Cincinnati. Enough. And what do you tell the world about the chili? Tell the world. Oh, okay. So, so they, they have this thing called Cincinnati chili. And they think putting like a sweet ground beef spiced on top of spaghetti with a mountain of shredded <laughs> oh. cheese. Is, is Cincinnati chili? chili. <laughs> what? And yeah. let me just say, sweet, sweet like sweet kind of meat on top of spaghetti is just a strange sensation. And they just kind of mound the shredded cheese on top, so it doesn't get super melty or anything. Ugh. No just, organization, it's, just clumped. Oh, it's Yikes. it's a lot. It's it's a lot. I mean, I would say try it once, but uh, other than that, you know, just uh, kind of sit back and and watch it all happen. Ryan, that's the content we're looking for. I'm going to make that a poll this week as well. Has anybody ever had Cincinnati chili? Have you had Cincinnati chili? We'll see how they do. We'll see how they do. Yeah. Yep. All right. What's the next one for us, Nick? Y'all both got the first one right. On to the second one. Real or fake? There is a spider in the Amazon that makes music with its web. Real or fake? True. 
Real. I'm with Ryan on this one, actually. True. I think I've heard that. Psych. Super really? made up. Completely made up. Oh. Interesting. Not real at all. I have no little fun fact either. I just randomly made that up. I bamboozled you guys. Oh. All right. So one for Welcome each of you. Rough. All right, next. <laughs> the third one. Uh, Point Nemo in the Pacific Ocean, which is like that really remote area where like it's so remote that the closest humans to you would be in the International Space Stations at most time if you were there. Real or fake? I'll go real. That sounds way too ridiculous to be fake. Going real. Uh, I'm trying to think how high up the International Space Station is. Um, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go fake. Well, Ryan, I'm sorry. Oh it's yeah, yeah. The uh, to Point Nemo, the nearest island is 1,700 miles away. Dang, yeah. And the space station flies overhead 254 miles. So yeah, a decent amount that's of time. That's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Isn't that a wild stat? I like that. On on a side note, Point Nemo, you know, uh, is uh, it's located in the South Pacific Gyre, which is uh, basically like a little slow moving swirl where all like the world's trash goes. And there's oh, no the plastics nutrient. are crazy, yeah, yeah. And there's no like nutrient rich water, so there's almost no life, marine or human or any kind of life there at all. It's just literally nothing, just but water. Uh, Ryan, I, I know this is a little off topic, but just a little word for the wise. If you ever come back on, we do this again. Nick gets a boner, a mental boner for anything geographical and in space based. So if he starts going into oh, some serious gosh. specifics about space or geography, it's probably real. Just oh, throwing man. that out there. Yeah, he gets a moaner for geography and space. So just keep that in mind. All right. House All right. rules. House rules, sure. Yep. Who the one? <laughs> who the one for who? Going on to question four. Or really, yeah, whatever. There is a, gets another moaner. <laughs> Go ahead. Real, real or fake. There is a tree that is able to walk, quotations, by using its roots to slowly move from shade to sunlight. Real or fake? Oh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let our boy take this one. All right, all right, all right. Um, I'll go. I'll go true. Real. Sorry, real. We're you doing know what's real annoying is I really I really want to go true because the sunflower is a scientific specimen in itself. Like the, the, the top of the flower will rotate to wherever the sun is. You guys know how that works, right? So why why can't a tree slowly migrate its position? I want to say true. I'm gonna give one back to Ryan. I'm gonna say false. You want to go false? Yeah, I'm gonna go false. Well, it is false. Ooh, <laughs> no. So there's a myth that the walking palm tree, oh. which is like a weird little tree with a bunch of little roots on it, can walk, but it really Just can't. Just some big leans. Yeah, it can. <laughs> some, big, <laughs> some big leans. <laughs> some massive leans. <laughs> so Just follow the is, sun. Yep. Fred oh, it's out of reach. Three to one. Ouch. The final question. I'm gonna make let's this. See Ryan, let's see if Ryan can mount a comeback. Damn. The only the only <laughs> thing worse than losing is losing to this freaking kid. Oh man. Oh, no, no. Double jeopardy. Yes. Double jeopardy. Oh. This one's worth two. Oh shit. All right. Let's make it worth three. Let's make it worth three. Alright, because I need to worth win three. Because I need to win. Alright. You have alright, you get the answer first then, Fred. Alright. alright, real or fake. I ate a sandwich for lunch today. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, do I get to ask questions on this triple point question? You know what? I'll let you ask questions. All right. All right. I, I have two. I have dos questionos. 
One, was there a man walking in the crosswalk on your way to get said sandwich? <laughs> no. No. Two, how long did it take you to get your sandwich to get back to the office? Uh, I usually get around back like 2, 15, 16. That doesn't answer my question, Nick. So 15 minutes? 16 uh, minutes? Like, like 18 minutes. Fake. Fake. You didn't eat no sandwich. Fake. Ooh. Ooh. I, I'm feeling like Nick had some, some Jersey Mike's. Mm, he's a subway man, but I'm I'm thinking he had some Jersey Mike's for for lunch today. I'm going uh, I'm going troop. It's real. Uh, well, every Monday, as I've said before, I eat Jersey Mike's. <gasps> but it's not Monday. But no, it's not Monday. Monday. And I ate chicken teriyaki from Sarkoogee. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Ryan. It's Ryan, fake. you had a rough stretch, Ryan. Oh my man. god, Ryan, that's Fred over Ryan for four. Here. You've been watching Supermarket Sweep lately? Because I just got swept. My goodness. Dude, dude. You guys you guys feel that broom in your hands? Because, wow. <laughs> wow. No, you got the first one right. You got the first one right. But after that. After yeah. that, yeah. It was all downhill. I was absolutely bamboozled by Nick's shenanigans. Do you, yes. do you remember the UConn men's basketball team after Calhoun left? That's what happened after question <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, Kevin Ollie wasn't so bad. Come on. You won one but yeah, no, that is real or fake, guys. Nick, back at it again. Didn't eat a sandwich. You heard it here first. That's some real or fake. Nick, do you, Ryan, do you guys have anything else you want to cover during this said interview today? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun. Oh, no, all the time. Other, Ryan, than, other than getting absolutely swept, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, now that I know that Ryan's a potential candidate on the show, I didn't even know he was interested. I didn't even know he liked me. But listen, here's the deal, okay? <laughs> what we'll do is we'll get him back on. We'll talk about right, – guys – Guys, a little, little side fact. It is Ryan. Sorry, but again, it's me and Nick's show, so I can talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. Guys, <laughs> if you ever want an anti-clutch uh, Call of Duty player, oh. give Ryan a call, guys. He's not bad. Only when you need him to be good is when he's been. All right? Not as bad as me, but he's still up there on the list. Classic Ryan. Ryan, thanks for coming on the show, man. For real, for real. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yep. Thanks for coming on, Ryan. And uh, we'll be right back after this, guys. And we're back. No, I'm just, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we had the set comeback time. I wanted to mess with Nick, guys. That's what it do. That's what it do. Nick, take it away. What do you got? I mean, Fred, you wanted to talk about uh, NFL, XFL, English soccer? I got an idea. Of- we can we can round out with that and start with Aaron Rodgers, or we can go into my shit and then come back to Aaron Rodgers. What do you want? All right, let's go with the Aaron Rodgers thing. This is crazy. Did you right, right. hear about this? Fired up. Did you hear about this weird little cleanse off-season ritual that Aaron Rodgers apparently do, does? No, Aaron Rodgers going through midlife crisis, guys. If you're not an NFL fan, he's Green Bay Green Bay Packers uh, quarterback. He's hinted. He came out with this big press release about how he may or may not come back to Green Bay, which everybody knows. It's, it's, it's hidden. It's weird. It's indirect. I don't like it. He broke up with his wife, Charlene Woodley, who used to be on uh, – what, Secret Life of the American Teenager. She's in all the Divergent movies. I think she's cute as hell. I have this like weird crush on her. She's gorgeous. That she somehow was dating old man Aaron Rodgers. And now like they they like they were gonna get married and then they called it off or something. Aaron Rodgers is going through some stuff. But what's this cleanse, Nick? Is he on keto? What's going on? What's going so on? Apparently, apparently, this isn't the first time I've ever done it. But he did a Panchakarma cleanse, which is like the a, hell. <laughs> it's like an old Indian ritual thing that's been around for a long time, and it's. It's labeled, it's under a Soweto science and like not that, like real it, science, basically. So, pseudoscience, interesting. Yeah, it's like pseudo medicine. Like, I don't know. It's like, uh, like, you know, like 
<laughs> interesting stuff. It's not it's scientifically backed. Is it like ling- like what is it? Liquid only? No, okay. no gluten? Like what are we talking? So it's basically divided up into like five phases called five karmas. So I'm going to read the description about the five Good karmas. Lord. And then I'm going to base, because it was really hard to find out the exact like step-by-step phases they do. But I'm going to read to you the exact things on that was like up on the Wikipedia. And then I'm going to tell you exactly basically what that meant and what he did. Hit me with the knowledge. What do we got? So the five karmas, the body can be divided on the basis of the parts that need cleansing head, the gastrointestinal system, upper and lower. And the five main, the five main karmas to cleanse the complete body are Vanam and Anam, which is induced vomiting, helps clear the upper gastro until the duodenum, end of the stomach, duodenum, and part yeah. of the respiratory tract. So, right? Induced vomiting. Okay, so bulimia. Then That's there nice. is Vyarchinanam, which is uh, induced purgation, so more vomiting from the lower <laughs> gastro duodenum. <laughs> then there is uh, Inuvasanama, which is a uh, an enema using medicated oil, which helps lubricate the rectal area and take out all the soluble waste through the anus. <laughs> then there's the nasium, <laughs> which is the nasal installation of medicated substances, and then there's the astapatana vasti, which is uh, another enema. So basically, what his ritual was, Fred, is basically it was it lasted twelve days. And it consisted of him um, having diary on purpose, him uh, <laughs> throwing up on purpose, him putting stuff in his nose, and like cocaine, him, <laughs> just shooting him having a bunch of enemas all on purpose. My God, can you believe that? No, that sounds like and the he, most Aaron Rodgers thing I've ever heard. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure literally it would be like a couple days where he would just vomit. He would eat foods and purposely vomit. And then a couple of days where he would take laxatives and just have bad diarrhea to cleanse the body. And then he would do enemas and then do more enemas. And then he put stuff up his nose. And that's, and then I think he did one more round of throwing up. In case you guys want to know what it's like to be in an NFL star, here's your answer. What the yeah, fuck? He's a crazy guy. He's a weirdo. Yeah, he's he's going off the deep end. He's getting old, guys. I don't, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, great quarterback. Hall of Fame, question mark? I don't know. Couldn't tell. He's only got one title. I, it, a lot going on there, and I'm very curious to see if he plays for Green Bay going into next season. A lot, a lot of like, a lot of gray there. I, I don't even know what to say to that, Nick. I can't relate to any of that, like at all. I mean, it's it's gross. I don't know why he does it. Uh, he, anyway. He's a weirdo. He he's he's like one of those people who thinks he's like too good for regular science. So he does this weird crap that I don't know. Yeah, works. who knows? Yeah. Well, he was all like anti-vax too for a hot minute. What, hey, what was the uh, what was the name of that again? It had a name. It's like you said pseudoscience, but what was the name of the thing? Uh, and yes, it's, so what he did was called a Pancha Karma Cleanse. Pancha Karma Cleanse. Yeah, Pancha Karma yeah, Cleanse. That, would, that's going to be a fucking poll. Like, have you guys Yeah, would you do crap? the Pancha Karma Cleanse? And I'm going to ask if they even heard of it, let alone do it. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, all right. So, Nick, we're going to jump into mine because it's more of a discussion, and I'm over Aaron Rodgers anyway. I don't want to give him any more of my time. Okay, fuck that guy. All right, here's where I'm at. So I saw this post on Facebook today. Should have read where it was from, but it was just a sports fan, like somebody I follow, and then they retweeted or reposted this, okay? And I am 100 million percent for this, okay? So you understand English and world soccer rules. Guys, for those of you who don't, okay? 
there are multiple, we're going to use England as our prime example. I think we've talked about it before. I'm going to use it again. All right. English premier soccer leagues, um, overseas. All right. You have multiple leagues. So you have the Barclays premier league, which is all the big teams, you know, Chelsea, Liverpool, stuff like that, Man United, right? Then you have like, I don't know, Nick, you probably actually know the name more because they've changed it, but it used to be like English League 1, English uh, League 2. Yeah, so they have the Premier League, which is a top tier, which is where the best teams are. Best of the best. And then they have the Champions League underneath that. Which is second tier. League 1, and they have League 2, and then it goes on down from there. And the way they structure this, guys, if you don't follow soccer, all right, every year the best team from the lower division has a chance to play the worst team. I think do they play the worst team, Nick? This part I don't know. The, no, I'm all about. All right, let me let me structure this, and then I'll let you jump back in because I've, I've effed it up. I am all about guys when I'm applying English soccer rules with a twist to the NFL XFL. If the NFL bought out or partnered with the XFL, the wor- the best team in the XFL could play the worst team in the NFL at the end of every season, and then the winner stays in the NFL, okay? And it would give these lower-level teams a chance to, like, upgrade and get better teams and, like, promote themselves, right? So, like, this year it would be, like, the Jaguars, I think, essentially were the worst team, right? They would play, like, the the whoever – I don't even know who was in the XFL, like the D.C. Commanders, the D.C. The, the DC Patriots, and they would play. And if the Patriots win, they become an NFL team. And I think that's crazy because like most of these teams are like in cities that have NFL teams, but I don't know. Like they, I don't know. Like England can do it. Why can't the United States do it? What are your thoughts on this, Nick? Trying to explain it better. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, but do you see where I'm coming from? I think it would be cool. Yeah, in England, how it works is the top uh, for the Premier League, the bottom three Premier teams in the Premier League go down to the Champions League, and then the top team in the the top two teams in the Champions League move up in the top three teams in the Champions League move up to the Premier League, right? They don't play each other outright. It's just based on their no. ending season thing. But in this, yep. in this application to the NFL, XFL, right? If there was two national football leagues in America, you would have them actually play it outright. But that way there, it would eliminate all these people. Like there are some teams in the NFL, it's been proven that tank or, or play poorly to get a better collegiate player to try to turn their team around. It wouldn't be you're not playing for a draft pick anymore. It would be to actually stay relevant almost. And it works in other leagues. It's been proven in in soccer for years. I think this would be an amazing thing for American sport. Um, you could argue that this could apply to every every league. Um, but it, it's kind of harder with like the NBA and the G League. It wouldn't really work, I don't think, because they're already playing for that team essentially. It's kind of hard to explain. But at XFL, NFL, I think this could work. And if you're a fan of the NFL, I want your thoughts on this. Um, just I DM think, us. I don't think it could work, Fred. You don't think you it would work? work. I, I I like the idea. It would. It's better for the fans. But here's why it's not going to work. In the soccer, there's no salary cap, right? You can spend right. as much money as you put in. In pro football, there's a salary cap, and you can only spend so much money, right? True. True. And. So as long as they have the salary cap in football and American sports, they can't really do, they're not going to do a relegation and promotion thing. I don't think because it doesn't really make sense. Cause then you're going to get promoted. You're going to get demoted. You're not going to get nearly as much money because you're in a lower league. You're not going to get all the TV deals and anything. And then it's like, kind of like, Oh, what the point? You know what I mean? I get, yeah, there's no actual penalty. It's just, it's just pure I stature. It would only work if they, there was no salary cap. But the reason why they have the salary cap kind of is to keep it balanced. No, honestly, it's that's not even why I believe. I'm pretty sure they have it because think about it: the people that run the teams are billionaires, right? You don't Mm -hmm. get a million, and they have tons of money, and you don't get a tons of money without being a super competitive person, right? 
If there was no salary cap, they would be spending as much money as the English soccer league people do on their players and waste all their money in it. And that's why they don't do it. That's what that's what I think at least. I don't know. That's a very interesting take. I don't know. I just thought it was neat for those who watch the Pro Bowls, right, and the All Star breaks in sports nowadays. People don't want to get hurt. There's no reason for these extracurriculars, and it's the same with the. I know it sounds kind of weird, but it's the same with professional football. Like, there, you're almost better off if you're bad. You're almost better off playing worse because the way it's structured now, you get first crack at NFL talent. I mean, you look at the Bengals; they got turned around. I mean, it wasn't just Joe Burrow, but it was a huge part of their turnaround. And the reason these teams don't don't do well and then continue to not do well is because they want that next big guy. They want that next big name, and it gives them a better chance at it. And I just think that it would create more of a sense of effort. And I I, I don't know. I think that's a lot. You're right, Nick. There's not enough clarity there. But just a weird concept I saw online that the, the best XFL team and the worst NFL team play out for the rights to play against the NFL. I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be interesting. I, I like it. I think it would be cool. I just, yeah, I don't see it. And it, wouldn't, it wouldn't do anything for him. You're right. It doesn't yep. give him that. You know what I mean? And in the soccer, there's such like a stigma with the high end leagues. There's not enough leagues for it to be relevant. I guess it's mm-hmm. not a big enough sport for it to work. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But just interesting concept. Food for thought, guys. If you're an NFL fan, XFL best team taking the worst NFL team spot be interesting. You know what I mean? I'm just I like curious. It. Curious. But yeah, and I think it would give more players a chance to play football. You know what I mean? Like if you're in the XFL, it's not like, oh, I'm in the XFL. They could get the, no, if they wanted to really expand it out, Nick, and get crazy with it, they could do three divisions and have the Canadian Football League be at the bottom. That would be even crazier. Or I, the I don't USFL, which actually just had its draft like last week. Right. So there's a lot of potential there. A lot of potential. So I don't know. Just something to think about. Food for thought. We'll keep an eye on it. If that would ever happen, I can't imagine it would. Uh, but Nick, song of the week. Let's get out of here. What do you got? Tell Me Why by Pen Pals. I got Heart Attack by Demi Lovato, who fell off a freaking cliff. But that song is all over TikTok, and I'm about it. They did, they like isolated the vocals. Heart Attack by Demi Lovato, guys. Nick's got Tell Me Why by the Pen Pals. Heck of a lineup. We got the great interview for you guys this week. Always. We got this loaded show. Enjoy. We'll catch you next Wednesday. You already know what it is. We appreciate it as always. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Full Circle with Nick and Fred. Be sure to check out our sponsors and follow us on Instagram at full.circlepodcast for polls and updates. Yo, all right, guys, Nick is a shit host, so I still got Ryan here. I still got Nick here. Nick, we got, we got to ask him the pivotal question. So go ahead, Ryan, pivotal question, Full Circle, must have, hit him with it. Ranch or ketchup? Oh, I'd have to say ranch is so much more versatile. Ketchup's so faithful, but ranch Attaboy. is so much. I gotta do ranch. You can, go, you, can, you can dip your chicken in it. You can put it on your salad. You can dip your ketchup, chicken in it. You can put ketchup, ketchup, bacon, bacon, cheese, fries, bacon cheese fries, bacon cheese fries. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. It's gotta be ranch. No partner, Buffalo oh. chicken wings. Buffalo boneless wings. Ranch. Okay. Get the heck out of yeah. here. Everybody Get knows it. Here, Ryan, man. you're a stud. You're a stud. Thanks for coming yeah. on, Ryan. <laughs> Get off. I'm gonna put that in on the back end. Don't even worry about it. All right, I'm, I'm getting off for real, Ryan. Seriously, dude, thanks for coming on. Thanks for spending the time. I yeah, that's Ryan. I if you that ever get surprised. any dumb story, dude, if you seriously get any like wild stories that you, you want to talk about, do not hesitate to let us know. We'll get you on for it. All right, I'll test them out on Xbox with you first. That's uh, dude. I'd yeah. Don't be afraid to be animated. We like it. But yeah, I'll catch y'all later. All right. Yeah. See you. All right. Later.